It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Sometimes I feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this for the longest haul, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It is Thursday night, and welcome to another episode of Live with Colby Rebel. And what a special, fun episode we have in store for you tonight. I am so, so excited. We actually have a pure, real animal communicator in the house. But before I get started and go into all the details, let me tell you just about a couple upcoming events that are going on. We have the uh, Spirit Circle coming up, which um, actually that one is sold out. So this one is sold out, but there's another one in November. So just go to ColbyRebel.com and you will be able to see that. And then actually in September, on September 8th, I believe it's a Saturday, I am going to go to Camarillo and do messages with Karen Anderson again. And we had such a great time last time. we had such a great time last time and I can't wait. So, so, so excited. So anyhow, enough about that. You can always go to ColbyRebel.com, see all the info, but let me just get to our guest tonight because it is going to be so, so great. Uh, the guest tonight, she is a psychic, a medium. She's a teacher and, uh, just so amazing. I had the wonderful privilege of being on her show actually a few months ago and had such a fabulous time. And I know she's so incredible uh, at animal communication and I, I know you guys would love it. So I would love to welcome another UBN host of her own show, Charm Life with Trisha Carr. Hi. <laughs> Welcome! Um, I'm so honored to be on the show with you. Your amazing show, all of your beautiful audience. So, hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Yay! (laughs) So, let's talk about. uh, Well, let's talk about what you do: psychic, medium, Mm -hmm. teaching, uh, and then animal communication. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. What can you just explain to the listeners? What is animal communication? Well, when we're talking about speaking directly with an incarnated animal, then it is telepathy. It is heart-to-heart or even mind-to-mind communication on a vibrational frequency, uh, you know, energetic communication. So really everyone is telepathic. Everyone uses telepathy. It's really everyone's first language. I think that parents and their babies, you know, they they do communicate telepathically. I think that maybe we're conditioned to kind of relegate that communication to, oh, we memorized their cries or, you know, other kinds of physical cues. 
but really everyone uses that energetic communication. And, you know, another time that we kind of use it in a more heightened state is when we're falling in love and we're trying to couple with someone, you know, <laughs> we finish each other's sentences. You yes, know? yes. That's telepathy. Yes. And I also tell people, like, if you are, if you have a spouse or if you have a partner, you can walk in the room or your, maybe your kids, you walk in the room without them even being facing you and you know what mood they're in. Yeah. That's, that's telepathy. <laughs> you, you know what's going on there. And so the distinction is just that I sort of practice it, study it, and really tap into that specific kind of connection with the incarnated animal. Okay. Okay. O- on the mediumistic side, it's really kind of not that different than connecting with our past loved ones who were human. Yeah. Slightly different frequency, but it's really very much in the same dimensionality density. Very, very similar. And we were talking... Um we were talking about the the vibration, how it's like a radio station, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how, you know, you have to kind of dial into mm-hmm. uh, a pet frequency versus uh, who would have been a human or a physical being. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess animals are physical, aren't they? <laughs> but you know what human. I'm saying. Human <laughs> uh, versus. But I find, you know. I find a lighter energy when dealing if children are in spirit or animals are in spirit. Yes. I I feel like it's such lighter energy. Yeah, I think that is what I'm saying. It's similar in density, but it is uh, more expanded, you might say, is the way I think of it. I mean, animals sort of are, even when they're having the physical experience, they are better with unconditional love. They are closer to divinity. They're closer to divinity in that they remember their eternal nature. At the same time, they are more present. Yeah. So they don't kind of do all of that non-present, worrying about the past and future, even though they can get neurosis. And, of course, they worry and they do these things. They're just, they're better at those. They're better at everything than humans, is what I like to say. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> we are going to uh, definitely take some callers. So if you guys have a pet, an animal question, anything, call us at 323-992-3115. 323-992-3115. And you all know the rules. No ringing, dinging, blinging. Make sure all those outside noises are turned off. And especially if you do have pets, we got to make sure they're not barking on air. Okay. Um, so, but go ahead and make sure you have your question ready. If you're uh, animals in the physical, let us know. If they're in spirit, let us know. But we're going to uh, definitely go ahead and make sure we take some callers today because w- what a lucky gift we have to have you in the house. So oh. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> but with with the work, mm-hmm. what do you find is most rewarding about animal communication? I think it's the wisdom. Well, it, quite frankly, connecting with animals is like an energetic tuning because, like I said, they are they vibrate to unconditional love in a, a more seamless way, more easily than humans do. They they do that actually by their connection with the earth. Yeah. Because Gaia, Mother Earth, she is really like of the archangelic realm. The energetic signature of, of Mother Earth is much closer to source energy than, you know, humans are, of course, but just very close to it. And their connection to uh, Mother Earth um, and also to source energy, just their their alignment is a little bit more intact, I would say. They don't go through the veil of amnesia that humans go through. Right, right. And so being in proximity with that resonance, yeah. I mean, that's the bonus for me is I, I the wisdom and the tuning. And then I actually, I kind of catch it. I catch unconditional love from them. <laughs> yeah, I feel that too. You know, just mm-hmm. when you connect to them, there yeah. is this beautiful power of love and just this feeling of, you know, I know humans who have had pets and those pets have crossed over. Mm-hmm. The humans are always like, gosh, I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have been there more. And 
they have to know that their their pet in spirit is like, oh, are you kidding? That was amazing. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> the, you know, the death and dying experience is something that is obviously a part of the work that I do as an animal communicator, whether it's on this side of that experience, the transition, or on the other side. And, you know, because we have this facility to euthanize animals, it's a part of our, the culture. Yeah. And, you know, put them out of their suffering and everything. But it never feels perfect for the human. We have this yeah. guilt. Either I waited too long or it wasn't, yeah. I, or, you know, I, I did it too soon. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that, again, we have to work through. It's a part of the grief, I think. It is part. Of, mm-hmm. I, I think part of that grief and it, you know, and. We love our pets so much, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to mm-hmm. uh, say goodbye, yeah. you know, and it, it's always difficult. One thing I would, you know, I had two Huskies. Mm. They were amazing. Oh, I should have given you a photo of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They are they are so cool. I'll see if I can. Oh, there's one on my Facebook, but I'll see if I can. I'll send them one. When, uh, yeah. But they are so incredible. But one thing I always feel like, you know, for anyone who has a pet, um, when I first got my boys back in, when I first got my boys back in, um, God, it was 1995. I mean, that's how long ago. They've been in spirit for a mm-hmm. while. But when I first got them, cell phones weren't as busy, mm-hmm. right? They, they they weren't as prominent. So I was so present with them, yes, you know? Yeah. And then in those later years, I found, found myself like going for walks with them, but then being on my phone. Oh, and then in that's the f- too bad. I, it is, but yeah. in the final years, I stopped mm-hmm. doing it. But I, I, whenever I see someone and you see them walking, and the, you know, I just want to pull over and say, "Oh my goodness, you're so going to regret that one day." Put the <laughs> phone away. You know, I have a couple of photos. One where my or Barnabas one of my cats and there's my computer and there's Barnabas lying across my hands oh. <laughs> just like stop it now stop yes. it I be be with me yes yeah. yes and, and my friends he did that I went to the bathroom I was working I went to the bathroom and I came back and he was on the keyboard <laughs> just like I'm it's done. time for a break yeah I know it's oh though look there's the boy see aren't they cute look at oh, all baby oh right oh, yes so beautiful is one the one here that I'm seeing on the left is is he kind of Chocolatey? Is he kind of brown? Yeah, yeah. He's a rust color. Oh, yeah. so pretty. Yeah, they've been passed. Uh, they've been in spirit. But what's interesting, maybe you can re- read into it if you want, but the brown one, I called him brown dog and black dog. <laughs> uh, it was actually Dakota's the brown one. Kendall's the black one. Okay. Uh-huh. But Dakota was six months younger than Kendall. Dakota is six months younger than Kendall. Kendall yeah. is older. Okay, I saw yes. Kendall a little more forward. Yeah, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. Dakota passed a year and a half before Kendall. Kendall lived to sixteen and seven <gasps> months, That's and I incredible. just felt like, yeah, and and I and I, you know, I will never forget Dakota. Uh, you know, I think had a must have had a stroke or something, mm-hmm. but he, I had to go rush him to the vet, and mm-hmm. the vet was like, "We have to put him down. He's That's not going to survive." Yeah. Um, Kendall passed from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Um, but he, because he knew I wasn't letting him go. I mean, he was in diapers. He was. <laughs> I would, but but I know one night just being pack animals and we were a pack, and one night Kendall oh he just howled but for the grief of oh oh, yeah, oh broke oh, my no. heart but you know what's interesting is how close we can be and how I believe animals we can have these soul contracts with animals oh. do you believe that one hundred percent I actually have been stu- I mean so right, I'm right in the middle of an animal communication program I'm teaching it right now and. 
this was one of the things that I took into took to spirit to be able to get you know accurate information to be able to teach my students. Yes, we sold contracts with them. Yes, of course they um, are in our soul family, soul group, how, whatever you call that. They actually many of them, the ones who are our animal family members, actually orient from the same oversoul. Even. Okay. So they're a really, truly an extension of you. Sometimes it could be someone else that's close to you. Like maybe it's your mother or your spouse or something like that. Someone else you love. Yeah. The animal that's in your family may orient to actually be dispatched from that same oversoul. But a lot of times they're your own oversoul. Oh, wow. Isn't that, so that connection runs really, really deep. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's interesting, too. And I, I feel like just uh, the way animals right don't they show us like unconditional love oh yeah and i mean just how to love well what's amazing about how they show us that unconditional love is because they are telepathic it's their primary way of communicating and understanding the world and so i just think it's really beautiful that we have all this you know rejection of ourselves the things that we criticize ourselves and you know the way that we're not showing love ego yeah and our animal, you know, when, when they're just, you come home and they're just oozing yeah. love. Well, they know what's going on in your head <laughs> and they're actively protesting and saying, no, this is you. You're yeah. this lovable. And they keep saying, right, you are lovable and uh, be present with me. Yes. And they're not, you know, we sit there. I just thought of this in just, just this moment. We sit there and we'll look in a mirror and just tear ourselves apart. Mm-hmm. You look fat. You look at your hair. Look at this. You know, our pets do not do that. No. They do not sit there, you know, and are looking in the mirror saying, man, you really, you know, foo-foo, you got to lose five pounds here. I know. Well, one of my guys, I kind of wish he would get a little shame because he's, he's, no matter how far I put the bowl from him, he still manages to pack on a little bit more than he needs. Oh, he says that he doesn't, he needs it all. I can't lose what I use is what he says. (laughs) There, it it is really, really, uh, it is really fun and you know, and you teach this now. Mm-hmm. So do you help people connect to their own pets or mm-hmm. just help animal communication in general? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the program I'm doing right now, it's really for any level of development. And there are, it was interesting. The reason it's really available, it, it's really something for any level of development. That was the first gift that I uncovered for myself uh-huh. that opened up for me was animal communication. And then mediumship came after that. And it, it it's interesting because I have, for example, one of my students who is really advanced, but she just, she was in another program of mine where it was an intuitive intensive, like ground up, open your intuitive abilities. And so she really just gave her very first reading, I think in February, and she's been remarkable. Wow. Just, she just keeps saying yes to spirit. Anyone yes. can do this. And she just said, okay, then I'm going to keep saying yes. And she's really fantastic now as a reader and a healer. And she started to channel and everything. So she's taking this program. And the first time, the first week in the program, we started to practice and she was she was doing um, her first reading, really, and she got accurate information, but she sort of got it from the intuitive. Uh, like, basically, I would say, uh, if we think about it directionally, this channel uh-huh. rather than this channel with the animal. Right. And she got healing information, so I was like, that's, A, that's all that we ever need to do. Yes. <laughs> as healers, <laughs> is get helpful healing information. Yes. In this class, we are also developing a direct connection to the incarnated animal. So there may be some intuitives who connect with the higher self of the animal or, you know, and that's all really valid and awesome information. But I also teach the one we're connecting directly to, just like, you know, the reason, like a doctor comes in, you talk to him for a while, yes. and then he uses his medical knowledge and also intuition. Uh, doctors do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you get the information directly from their perspective. 
and people love to hear. If you hear your own animal's personality spoken back to you, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> you know, even, um, even when you do sessions to uh, get some, you know, when that personality of that fur baby comes oh, yeah. in, it is so much fun. And, you know, you can see if they were like a little sassy pants and, yeah. you know, you can see if they're giving you a little attitude and you're like, that's so funny. I, it is because we don't lose our, our personality. You know, right. they, they show us and mm-hmm. I think it's really, really, really fun. And we so with this one particular student. Uh, you know, we're just like you're saying, we're learning to tune to a different yes. radio station. All yeah. of them are beneficial. Yes. But I, this is what I say. I'm actually an ambassador of multidimensional connection. I love to work on all of those radio stations. And yes. some people specialize in one radio station or another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, But she got it. Then the very next week, she tuned right in directly and was getting all these evidences and like the personality of the animal and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's really amazing. Very so. cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. All right. So how about we uh, take a caller and uh, so callers, here's a couple things. If you get through, uh, you know, um, let us know what, you know, your pet, a little bit about and then uh, we can tune in a, a bit more. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Tell them what you need, Trisha. Physical description, gender, age, how long you've been together, whether they're living or past, that kind of stuff helps. But uh, a physical description in particular, so I can try to tune in directly to their frequency okay. rather than using the the portal of the human. You know what I mean? Okay. That's the idea. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So how about we, uh, let's start with number six, three, one, zero. So here's a couple things. If you get on the air, pay attention to your area code and no buzzing. So three, one, oh, this is Colby and Trisha. Who is this? Uh Uh-oh. I did too, but did we lose them? Yeah. I heard the air <laughs> all right all right three one zero oh sorry okay maybe they weren't expecting to get on <laughs> <laughs> all right how about number two five one zero okay here we go let's try this again five one zero you are on the air with colby and trisha who is this hi this is Catherine. i'm sorry what's your name honey Catherine. Jackson? Catherine. Oh, Catherine. Sorry, I can't, the connection, I can't hear it too well. Hi, mm-hmm. Catherine. How are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Okay, so do you have a question about a fur baby for us? Yes, I do. Um, so I have a little uh, corgi, little fawn-colored corgi. Her name is Pixie. Oh. <laughs> and uh, she and I have been through a lot of changes in the past year or so. Yeah. And I just wanted to know... If, if she's happy, if she's missing, you know, the way life used to be, or if there's anything else that she wants from me. Okay. So, okay. Pix- Pixie, I know corgis are, obviously, they're a smaller breed, but she's actually even more petite than the average corgi, yes? Yes, she is. Yeah. And she, on the surface, you might say that she's a little, it's like she has more an- anxious energy, a little bit more, yeah, she just looks yes, like, she, yeah. she's a nervous Nelly. She, yeah, <laughs> she, she gets the, uh, the um, CBD oil. She w- oh, she has a CBD oil. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so, actually, she wants, so that's the first thing she brought through to me was that kind of, I know, I know I'm like that. I know I'm like a nervous kind of girl and everything, but it's just because I'm so excited about everything. And it's just, it's just her personality. It is a real zest for life. Um, she's, I mean, she does, she is jumpy, but it's again, because she's so stimulated all the time. She's very stimulated. It's not always something that is like a negative thing with her, her kind of anxious personality. It's just kind of the silly kind of like, I even imagine her if she were human, she'd be all the time like, oh, 
oh, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah. so the you've moved right, and the place you were before had more. It seems like there was more green space, or just somehow there was more outdoor space, and it, it feels more. Um, I don't know if you went from a home to an apartment or something like that. Is what it's seeming like. Is that the deal? Part of the change. Was, yeah, we went from a home to a studio, yeah. now to an apartment. I see, yeah. I see. Okay, great. But Ma, she says, Mom, you take me for walks all the time. I'm fine. It's just different. <laughs> Don't worry about it. That old backyard, it was. I, I got bored with it anyway. I, would, I loved seeing the birds, and I loved seeing the squirrels, but I get to see them anyway. And she says, and how old is she? Is she about seven? She's 10. Oh, she's 10. Well, she's, she's peppier than, than that 10. Well, she says the reason yeah. I was feeling that age, she was like, and anyway, I, I like slowing down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be bouncing off the walls. So um, uh, what is, and you have a, a husband, you have a spouse, you have well, a Well, I feel like there's a breakup. So yeah. did you guys, did you have a loss of a relationship? And is there a change in that as well? Is that what caused the... Yeah. Because that's what I, I yeah. felt like she was, because I felt like you're worried about her missing this Dad. partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, and, and the answer is no, (laughs) I was going to say, I see dad here and I see dad pulled away. Yeah. And Uh I, I, yeah. And I just feel like you were the one she was close to. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you are enough. Like maybe you have to remember you are enough. Maybe you're missing him more than she does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She, she, she's your rock. So even though she is a nervous girl and of course you're her physical guardian, she really is your rock. And at her mature age, she is your spiritual guardian. So you can lean on her and you don't have to worry about her generally speaking. And you do really well with the food. I love my food, mama. Yeah. And she, (laughs) she feels a little, it's pretty pricey. <laughs> she she feels a little prissy to me though. She also a little prissy as well. Do you understand that? Like a little like yeah. yeah, yeah, she's a little princess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was diva. Yes, diva, diva, uh-huh. pixie, the diva. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I feel like you know, I think in along the lines with uh, Trisha, you know, she's so healing for you, mm-hmm. and it's knowing that she's with you, especially getting through this transition. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's knowing mm-hmm. that the two of you have a bond and a love that is so strong, and and you are enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I amen. I, <laughs> nothing to add to that except uh yeah, just you know, you can drop the guilt as much as possible because our animals don't blame us for anything. No. They're in it with you. You know, even though we're their guardians, they're in it with you. They see us as their partners. So, you guys are making and also they always say to me like, "What? I made that decision with you." Like, <laughs> what do you think? You, you think you're in charge? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they they know what they're in for, okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much. That yes. Was really, that was really helpful. Yeah. Hey, real quick, on a side note, because we're going to keep this to pets, but I have to say that I, I, I know that there's another relationship for you, and it feels really strong. So I just want to tell you to hang in there, okay? Okay. Thank you, Colby. You're welcome. Have a good night, Catherine. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, Pixie. That was fun. <laughs> Pixie's Pixie. adorable. She sounds like she's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. You can like, so when you get it, you guys, like you can, we can kind of see her and feel her and um, it is a lot of, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's so again, you asked me what, what are the perks or what are the benefits? Just being able to virtually have all of the animals in the world that my husband won't let me bring to the yeah. house. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Let me, uh, I'll share this with you too. Uh, and the, the listeners, I, I may have mentioned it to them. I'm not, not, maybe not in detail. So this is just so crazy. And it happened twice. Um, 
But I had this, I believe uh, our, our spirits can come to us in dreams for visits. Of course. And, but this was, and I've had dreams of the boys that were visits, mm-hmm. but this dream was so different and so crazy and so amazing. Because when we talk about the rainbow bridge and the other side, like I truly, truly feel that they literally showed me the other side of the veil. What, mm. what is the, I mean, so I had this dream where I was by a beach mm. and I was watching some lady's house and uh, I was getting ready to go to the beach. And then all of a sudden this canvas screen kind of comes down and I was like, wow, this is just so interesting. I'm like, what's on the other side of this canvas screen? And I moved the canvas screen and then all of a sudden it's like lush green and water and all of a sudden I just notice all these huskies, these dogs, oh. and they're running and they're jumping and they're they're so happy. And then I look and I'm like, oh, Kendall, what are you Kendall? And oh. he's looking at me and I'm like, Oh my goodness. And he he just like then he turns his head and I follow his gaze and then over there I was like Dakota (laughs) but it was like they were showing me that they were happy they were showing me that they were okay they were kind of giving me a little bit of glimpse of their it was so powerful I want to go there I really wanted to go there there. tonight (laughs) I was like take me yeah (laughs) they just wallow around in the puppies (laughs) it was so amazing so it you know we always talk about it and I know we believe it but to have those few moments of truly experiencing, I I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Oh, well, holy cow. husky. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It was really neat. So for anyone out there, if you have a dream of your pet, mm-hmm. it can absolutely be a visitation, just yes. as a loved one. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yes, very much. Yeah. Um, all right. How about another caller? Let us do, how about number seven, six, three, zero. All righty, here we go. 630, you're on the air with Colby, hey, Colby and Tricia. Hey, Alan. Hi, Alan. How are you? Oh, I'm great. Thank you. When, um, you have a so question? Of course, I'm calling about my little fur baby, my little boy. Okay, you know? okay. Um, he's a two-and-a-half, three-year-old um, miniature, um, miniature pincher and Jack Russell. And, um, of course, his name is Liberace, of course. <laughs> what else would his name be? <laughs> <laughs> of course I would. You know? <laughs> so in any event, you know, in the last in the last uh, year, you know, I we've had kind of or a year ago we moved uh, to Los Angeles and uh-huh. just kind of got resettled and everything, and then and then just uh, this past summer, just so much going on between dropping them off and starting off a new school year and everything. So it's just like, what can I? What is what is my what does my little fur baby need right now from me? Oh, okay. Okay, got it. So now, um, Liberace, is he, does he have a lot of dark color, like black? I mean, I know you say he's Jack. Yeah, Russell. he's okay. exactly. Yeah, oh, okay. he's a black dog with tan spots and, and, uh, and white. And some white. Okay. White um, sort of chest. Okay, got it. Great. Okay, good. Now, I got I got it. He's showing himself to me. And so you said, so there's been some move, and you want to know if there's some needs that he is, like just some requests right now. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, he just. Yeah, what, what is. Yeah. I just saw. He's very high maintenance, of course. I, well, I just saw, like when I was asking, he just kind of like puts his breast out, and he's like. Uh, quite a leader for such a little guy. He's got He's got a lot of leadership to him. 
bossy, huh? <laughs> a little bossy, I would say, is a oh, good way yeah. to put it. Um, so he is now. I'll tell you, with the direct connection, when they start to talk about diet, we have to take it with a grain of salt because I do the direct connection to the animal, and essentially they could be asking for candy all day long. But he does ask me for some treats that he used to get, and he doesn't get any more. Was he? Did you cut down? Did you put him on a little bit of a diet because he? He's asking for, he's asking for more delicious things. He wants some treats, maybe some peanut butter. I don't know if he's allowed to have it, but this is what he's asking for. But I think it is because there's been some change, so he, he's kind of saying maybe a few more calories right now as I feel into his body. Take that with a yeah. little bit. Yeah, weigh, weigh into that a little bit. I know you do really well because I can see that he isn't fat. He isn't overweight. He's got that nice, taut rib cage and everything as we're supposed to see in doggies. But he's asking for a little bit of calories because that would soothe him a bit. Yeah. How does that seem to you? Yeah, that sounds right. You know, I, he's very sensitive about his weight, so we don't talk about it very <laughs> often. <so. laughs> but he's not overweight, right? Sensitive. You're really good with keeping his weight in order, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I try. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard when I take him to the dog sitter and then he comes back and he looks like he's been eating really well there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it. Stop so maybe, giving him the bones. <laughs> maybe he's getting spoiled there then. So maybe it's maybe that's from yeah, the perspective exactly. of him being spoiled. Yeah. And uh, I th- one thing, you if I may. Yes. Um, Alan, one thing I feel uh, is I keep. I keep feeling the dog, uh, take your palm. I know you have a lot of healing, a physical healing in your hands, a lot of energy. Take your palm and put it to the dog's chest or heart, okay? I just feel like it, it's so comforting to the dog. Like, it, it will really ground the dog in any second. Any, it really reassures them, okay? So I keep feeling like okay. just do that, even if it's for a minute or two a day. It, it's like really feels like that just tells the baby everything is okay in that moment it's so unbelievable give it a try Mm -hmm. there's actually Mm -hmm. you know that animals actually have an extra personal chakra that humans don't have it's called the brachial chakra and it has to do with managing the human animal bond because you know they're basically under us in so far as we not that they're not equal to us. I don't believe in that dominion thing, but in that we are less conscious mm-hmm. than they, generally speaking, and they live under our rule. That's just yeah. how it is because of, of, of right. how the humans are composed. And um, so, like you say, in the heart, it's it's actually it's in between the shoulder blades, but you can access it from the heart area too. So above, uh, between the shoulder blades and also that, that heart. I think that's a beautiful um, yeah. suggestion. Really yeah, it great. feels like it will help. So I hope that helps, okay, Alan. Cool. Does that help? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, you, it's great. You're doing good. Yeah, something about <laughs> something about his little bed that's either white or cream colored, and he uh, likes it on your bed. I don't know if that's something that you are already allowing or if you've disallowed it, but that's something that he likes too. Just to be close <laughs> to Papa. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, well, he he does sleep in the bed, so perfect. Then <laughs> he's then, always there. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> then he's happy with it. <laughs> Awesome. Just happy time. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ellen, you have a great night and uh, lots of love to the baby. All right. Thanks, Scully. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Um, yes. I, I always had the dogs in my bed, too. Big old. They took up more room than I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a client um, two days ago. And we were, it was uh, for connecting with her doggy who was in spirit, who was a really big dog. I can't remember what breed yeah, he was. Yeah. And he was saying how he 
liked now that he could actually sleep between her and dad. Okay. Because he was too big to. He had to like go around oh, some yeah. other. And now he's like, yeah, now that I'm in spirit, I can go sit between you. Nobody's going to kick me out. Yeah. <laughs> and and nothing is worse than the dog taking the covers too. Because they do that. And you're just like, no. You don't need them. You have a fur coat. Oh, it's like... <laughs> No. All right. How about another caller? Sure. Sound uh-huh. good? Okay. Yeah. How about let's do um, area code number four. Is that 303? Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Three. Hi. Who is this? This is Katie. Hi, Katie. Yes. What can we do for you, honey? I have a, um, a brown Labradoodle. She's about 30 pounds. <laughs> A male, uh, I think he's like five and a half. Uh huh. And he has some um, health issues, and I'd love to see if there's anything I could do to make him feel better. What's his name? Woodford. Woodford. That's so cute, <laughs> like the bourbon. Um, is it is it yeah. digestive? Is that why you named him that after the bourbon? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Maybe he knows that. Okay, so uh, is it digestive? Is that what we're having? Yeah. Yeah. I've got burning in my gut. Um, let me just uh, ask, make, make sure Woodford is giving me permission. He's like, yes, of course, lady. I already gave you the feeling. Um, so, yeah. And it's in the higher gut. It feels not exactly in the stomach. It feels like it's in, if it were, I use my body empathically to feel theirs. And it feels like the higher gut. So, what would be, um, well, actually, that is where the stomach is. Um, but it's it feels like intestinal, higher intestinal. Have they, I don't know how they do this, if they do something exploratory or whatever. With humans, we would call that, uh, like, um, IBS or something like that. Is that what they're calling it? Yep. He had the scope and he had the IBS. Scope. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um, now, what I want you to know about, Katie, about our animals having the and you know, manifesting illnesses they do mirror us they mirror like what we're working on because that is their sacred purpose and everything but at the same time it doesn't mean that we're responsible for it because they also come in with heightened sensitivity just like we do you know what i mean like i i have yeah. they're just t- telling colby i have to get a second eye surgery you know what i mean like of course there maybe there's some things in, on, on the energetic plane where i can look at that but i just got a, a bum rap on the eyes <laughs> that's all <laughs> that's that's part of it too so his sensitivity in his gut um is it can he can use that to actually mirror some things that are about you know the uh, identity and the self-esteem and to mirror those things to help you to move through that as well and sort of process that energy for you overall I think that with the medicated food, the doctor's already prescribed to you, right? And he's and you've already shifted to that. Oh, we shifted away from a medicated food oh. to uh, raw food. Would, oh, okay. That feels good, though. The I, shift that's what food. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah the shift yeah. in food is is going to uh, soothe it out a lot. It feels like he's like, he's going to be going into remission. This is actually me switching to intuitive since he, there's only so much information he knows about his own. You know, he's not a doctor himself either. <laughs> um, he's going to go in and out of remission with it. Every now and again, you'll see some loose stool again. But it's not something that ultimately shortens his life, really. And it's not something that's going to cause, like, cancer and that kind of stuff is what we worry about when it's something that is right you know ongoing and chronic so you you guys and the exercise is fine you can keep the exercise going that actually helps because it it helps to process the energy that you know would be dumping into that area but um he's not in he's not in a ton of pain it just he gets discomfort every now and again yeah and i think too have you done something 
because I feel like switching to the raw diet is going to help his skin too. So I don't know if he is, gets itchy or, but I feel like it had to do with the medicated food. So it feels like, yeah. you know, like, cause I just see him like ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. dry skin. Yeah. It was really like flaky. Yeah. And see? it's gotten, it's gotten better every month we've kept him on yeah, the raw I, food. I think he, his little system to me, when I tune into it, really likes it. It's like autoimmune. You yeah. Know what I mean, really that's what happens. I have the same thing with with my, I have digestive issues that I have to watch. And if I get compromised, it's autoimmune. And then everything, like skin, I might get skin problems, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, he's just a sensitive guy. And he he came forward that way to just, you know, as a divine purpose and and to help you with things and to help himself with the the experience as well. But ultimately, he's, yeah, you know, you're doing really well and you guys pay him all the attention that he needs. And um, he knows how to manage his energy so that he doesn't experience a ton of pain. All right. All right, Katie. Okay. I hope that helps, yeah. honey. Thank you. <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, sometimes, too, we care about our pets more than we do our own bodies, don't yeah. we? We will rush down. You know, how many times do you th- know that you need to go to the doctor, you need to, and you'll sit there and put it off, put it off, put it, but the minute your baby gets a little sneeze, oh, I got to run it to the vet, it's sneezing. <laughs> I went two times, actually. I took my cat, Franzi, to, well, when he had just started, to, just came home to live with us, and I took him to the vet because he's, he's white on his yeah, face. Yeah. And he had this brown stuff. He was getting this oh. brown stuff under his nose. I took him to the vet, and the vet was like, those are boogers. <laughs> He's like, they're just, yeah, it's just boogers, basically. And his face is white, and so you could see it. And $60, please, Yeah, <laughs> to hear boogers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So funny, though, right? Mm-hmm. All right. How about another caller? Sound good? Sure. Okay. Yeah. How about 541, number eight, is that? Okay, so here we go. Five, four, one. You're on the air with Colby and Tricia. Who is this? Hi, ladies. This is Toby. Hi, Toby. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm great. doing great. What can we do for you tonight? Well, I have a lot of concerns about my German Shepherd. He's a male. He's about nine years old. Um, I'm not sure how much you want to... What's his name? about his health. What's his name? Jack. Jack, okay. And you, oh, it's a health concern that you have? Oh, he doesn't, he's really concerned about how you're worried about it. Um, Okay, is it respiratory heart somewhere around in that area? Uh, He's got a few things going on, but I'm worried about if if I'm keeping him out of pain with his hips. Oh, oh yeah, hips. his hips. That's what I was getting oh, you got to. The hips. Yeah, okay. but you know we expect that with larger breeds and, and shepherds. It's kind of the hip dysplasia and husky. Is pretty common. So, uh, so probably because really... I had huskies, so I was like, oh, hips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, go ahead. Sorry, hun. What were you going to say, Toby? I just want to make sure he's he's a real challenge to take to the vet. So oh. I just want to make sure that he's not in any, you know, major pain. Okay. Well, so d- has he been on the pain meds before? Have you put him on something? Because I feel him sometimes talking about, like, n- you know, slipping out of being able to manage who he is, and he doesn't like that so much. So has he been on pain meds? Yeah, I try and use the CBD because I don't uh, yeah. want him on the Rimadyl all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. yeah. But it sounds like just that. 
the CBD he likes that feels mellow and that feels normal. He just like get he's you know is a bit chill and it feels fine. The CBD doesn't take the pain down all the way, but it definitely makes him feel chill. It almost makes him not be so concerned about it. Yeah. You know? Um, and it actually takes the pressure off because he is he's getting it, there's something about the respiratory system that he's maybe it has to do with how when the pain is a, kind of at a pitch that it compromises his um, cardiopulmonary response. I think that's what it is. And um, okay. but he's concerned about how you're concerned, sweetheart. That's how they're <laughs> God bless them. They're like, stop being worried about me. But I'm worried because you're you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah. And I think that is also part of the heart labor, too, because he really wants to clear your heart about it. Um, you said he's about nine. Yeah. Yeah. I One other thing, too, Toby, I feel like talk to the vet because I actually feel like you could be giving him more CBD than you're giving him. Because, and it feels mm -hmm. like that really will help, but it feels like you're, you you could give him more. So talk to the vet about that. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and a holistic then, vet, maybe? Yeah. And the other thing I would say, just and this is really honestly from my own personal experience of my one husky that had really bad hips I kept trying to make him rest and he really got to a point where he couldn't almost walk anymore mm -hmm. and I I was and I refused to put him down I was not having it um mm -hmm. I wasn't I was just not gonna do it and so I took the opposite approach uh from a vet and I started getting someone to walk him every day and walk and walk and walk and do you know that that absolutely strengthened his hips and he gave me two more years and only yep. physical therapy yeah mm -hmm. physical therapy but get so don't 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 baby them too much. I mean, dogs, you know, they don't handle it the same way we do. You mm -hmm. know, they're not going, oh, my back. Oh, like they, they, it's for them, it's part. Yeah. And then I, oh, mad because yeah. they're hurt. Where's my walker? No, yeah. they're, they're, they're fine. Yeah. I, but I would, don't, don't, don't make him rest. Don't go taking him out on a, a five mile hike, but, you know, get him out there. Don't be afraid to walk him. Okay. That's great advice. Yeah, that's, okay. that's just from personal experience. Oh, yeah, I think that's very helpful. There was uh, there was something else he was saying that, um, yeah, so th th he really, oh, I know what it was, thank you, that um, so far as him being challenging going to the vet, before you take him, let him know absolutely everything that's going to happen at the vet. You know, you can speak it out loud to him if that helps you to focus. You can picture what it is, all of the things that you can, that you know that is going to happen. He's going, in, if he goes in his crate or not, if he's going to go, how long the car ride will be, what you know is going to happen, even if it is something like he has to get shots or he has to do something invasive he'll still be pissed about it and he won't enjoy it but at least he'll trust you and he it actually takes down their anxiety even though they don't like it because then they it's not shocking to them when it's like oh I'm getting the shot then but also because sometimes when he has to go to the vet it isn't as big of a deal but he's going to assume it's a big deal every time so if you can try to really convince him it's not a big deal this time at least for those times that's going to really help him too yeah there you go Toby I hope that helps honey that helped so much. Thank you. Have a good night. You're welcome. Have a good night. Love to Jack. <laughs> yes. Actually, I would love to Thank say you. to everyone listening yeah. about speaking to your animals. First of all, mm -hmm. your animals, as I said, they are telepathic. They hear you. They don't listen to all of our thoughts because we have 60,000 to 80,000 a day. So they tune us out because they have to be with their own thoughts. But they do hear us. It's, I, I liken it to walking down a busy street, maybe in Manhattan. If someone says your name, you're going to turn around. If someone is like emotionally charged, you're going to turn around. Yeah. Or if someone's just speaking directly to you, your friend's talking to yeah. you, you're going to pay attention. Yeah. And so speak, you can call out to them. They will 
hear you or listen to you when you call out to them and speak in affirmative language with them. Because this is something that humans do. We say, don't be scared. Yeah. They hear the subject of that sentence is scared. Yeah. And they don't unravel it. So if we want our animals to be calm, we say, be calm, be at peace. We're safe. Yeah. Everything is good. We're That kind of affirmative language rather than neg- neg- negating language, negative language. That's yeah. actually how they understand things. I was one time teaching a class and Franzi, my cat, was trying to walk across my computer keyboard. It's so hard to speak in affirmative language because we just don't do that as humans. Yeah. And I have on video where Franzi was trying to walk on my keyboard and I said, don't step there. Don't step there. And he kept putting his foot out. I would say, don't step there. And he put his foot out. Don't step there. And then I said, will you walk over there? And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he walked over there. And I'm like, see? Could have just done that the first time, Mom. Yeah. There we go. Um, all right. So here's the deal. We're, we're coming down to the few minutes left here. Uh, we'll take one more caller. We got one minute. This is it, Trisha. Okay. One minute. This okay. is going to be. Lightning. Yep. Your, your direct quick question. If you get through your direct quick question, literally, you got one minute. And I'm going to time you. Here we go. <laughs> Number nine, two, one, three. Okay. Wow, yay. Yes. Okay, I'll make it quick. Okay. Trisha, I have started, you actually just touched on this, but I've been talking to my dog. I, I feel like he is really understanding and hearing me. I want to know when I'm going to hear him. All right. All so right, done. Okay, go ahead. Light, lightning round. All right. The best way to start practicing animal communication that, to know that you're hearing someone to hear the animal is with someone else's animal because your animal is an extension of you and is in your head all the time. It's like if I were to touch Colby on the arm, she's going to recognize that more. <laughs> she's going to be more sensitive to that than her touching her own arm. But then she can touch her own arm with a more focus and know that she is feeling that sensation. So when we speak with an animal who is foreign to us, then we recognize how we actually can reproduce that with more focus with our own animal and I'll tell you just a long story short meditation 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 that tunes you into the frequency that you intend okay there you go (laughs) thank you you are so welcome have a good night honey was that too long no that was really good all right so do me a favor Trisha if Mm -hmm. you'll just let everyone know where they can find you please my website is Trisha Carr Charm it's T-R-I-C-I-A-C-A-R-R-C-H-A-R-M I I have uh, on-demand classes there I have several live classes every every well every about every other month I actually have a class uh, a single class called develop your mediumship and intuitive abilities what so it's wrong no that's okay oh okay am I going too long (laughs) we're almost done we gotta yeah yeah Trisha Carr Charm find me and Charmed Life with Trisha Carr I would love it if you would follow my show as well there we go I really appreciate having you on thank you so much and everything's on the website right yes okay perfect so you guys go to Trisha Carr have a wonderful night thank you so so much thanks for having me bye everybody Star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots, like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. It's cutting into your exercise time, it's stabbing you in the back nine. <clears throat> And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. 
Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.